Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Trek Talk with Tech and Kirk. I'm TechMan16. And I'm Strange, Kirk. And I'm Handy. <laughs> today, we have a good show for you today. We've got someone from far, far away land, and literally far, far away from us. Overall, in the EU, it's Lord Farquaad. How are you doing today? Uh, good evening. I'm doing good, thanks. Thanks for joining us today. Um, so today, I want to talk about uh, you as a person, your, your Star Trek Fleet Command server. I want to get uh, a little more information about how you guys have your rules of engagement or your mining agreement. And then I want to talk about what I saw on your show that first caught my attention is that you have on your server a four-person alliance that was able to take a territory and almost swipe a second. Indeed, it was very exciting. It was very exciting indeed. But uh, but let's let's get started with uh, with you in general. How did you get into Star Trek? <laughs> well, do you know what for me? I'm, I'm uh, how could I how could I describe it? A uh, in the closet geek. I don't look like a geek, but I full am. So um, say so from a young age, a lot of sci-fi stuff, a lot of um, uh, all the different sort of sci-fi genres really. Um, but what kind of what really got me in was say like, was next gen. Um, it was really in the 90s. That's what kind of really opened up uh, Star Trek to me. But then that took me on to the likes of Stargate and Star Wars and, uh, and Andromeda and everything, and Battlestar Galactica. So um, a lot of the space stuff, actually, um, that kind of got me, got me going, really. What a, what, a, what a series name drop, Andromeda. How did you enjoy that? <laughs> it was great until about season five where they completely messed it up and it had a really bad ending with them going to the other side of the u- the universe and then coming back and changing time and mm, it all got a bit a bit a bit me 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 um but no <laughs> i still still enjoy it i said i think i got it on dvd dvd i think I couldn't. I couldn't really get into it because at the at the time uh, in the '90s, I was so used to Kevin Sorbo as Hercules, and so I was just I could not fathom watching Hercules in space. That was just so like off-putting for me when the show was running. I actually got all, more. It was all about keeping an open mind. Yeah, I was actually more interested in. Uh, uh, the other Gene Roddenberry property, uh, Earth's Final Conflict. I thought that was a much better show, but it really went downhill after the first season or two. Uh, well, for, for me, there's a, I say, I, I've, um, an avid watcher of multiple things, um, but the ones I described earlier were kind of the ones that really stick out to me, and I'd be happy to go and sit and binge watch uh, from start to finish, um, just to say. Did Battlestar Galactica the other week? Um, did all five seasons of that in in the space of two weeks, and that was some good nostalgia going on there. What about Babylon Five? Oh, never really got into Babylon Five. Just never did. Same as Farscape. Same as Farscape. Well, this interview is over right here and now. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh, Farscape! Come on now. 
<laughs> what about Stargate? Did you like Stargate? Stargate, I love Stargate SG One and Atlantis and whatever the third one was. Universe. Universe, that's what it was, which they finished too early. Um, I think it, it got into its own. Do you know what? It was actually very interesting because if you look at the, the way that sci-fi is now, especially with, say, for like Discovery, um, the Stargate universe went from being quite uh, what the Stargate franchise was, where it was very play, big, happy, everything and then universe came and it was quite dark a bit dreary uh, just the um and that's kind of where discovery kind of came in and went do you know what we're not going to do fun action pack we're just going to do emotion and crying so i'm assuming from that response you're not a, a huge fan of the new stuff do you know what i do like it but <laughs> but you have got to put a different different head on you can't so for instance you if you see next generation on for instance or um or even ds9 or something like that you can sit there and you can watch the episode you haven't really got to invest in it you can just watch it it's a single standalone episode it's gonna have some fun some humor uh some stuff that's not politically correct anymore um but then you've got to discover it you've really got to concentrate for an hour you just you've got to concentrate otherwise you're going to miss stuff and it's just sometimes it just gets a bit boring, but you want to go and see what happens next. It's just there. It's like a dumpster fire that you can't stop watching. <laughs> yeah, we're not. We're not. Obviously, we're not big fans of Discovery around this camp. I, I, I don't. I don't. I think one was failed to be mentioned, and it hurts my feelings that it's not. It's probably one of the best science fiction shows of all time. Would be Firefly. Firefly. Oh. Again, a show well ahead of its time. Um, it was not understood. Sci-fi did not look after the property at all. And, yeah, most people got to see it after it had been cancelled on a on DVD, um, for instance. But when it was played on TV, it was all played out of sequence anyway because it was just didn't make any sense. But, yeah, it was uh, – Firefly was really, really good. I'll tell you this, though. Firefly isn't going to come back now with the Joss Whedon thing. He is, <laughs> he is out of anything now. Yes. Well, for somebody that doesn't follow the tabloids, what what happened? Uh, I think every female actress for every show and movie that he ever did came out and said he tried to, you know, touch me or whatever. Gotcha. Disclaimer, this this is personal views, um, not factual. Right, yeah, 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 sure. My lawyers tell me that it's all allegations and there's nothing that's been proven. Sure, yeah, absolutely. All <laughs> I'm covering myself over here in the UK. My laws are awful. You can see perfect. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get right. a divorce. You're going to get an annulment or uh, all the... All the uh, all the Europeans and uh, all the guys from the States, all your celebrities come over to the UK because they know our rules are a little bit, uh, you can play them. So, uh, yeah. So switching gears a little bit, how did you get into Star Trek Fleet Command? Well, do you know what? It was, I think it was actually by chance. Um, I, I was going through the app store and I saw this big thing. I was like, what's this? And, um, 
for me, I hadn't really played much, done much gaming really since since I was a kid. Really, don't have a console or anything like that. Um, played the odds. Used to play World of Warcraft back in the day, and a game I still don't know if it's running or not was which was called O Game. So, which is very similar in a way. It was a text, well, very early version of what we are playing now. And um, yeah, I saw it and I was like, mm, "This looks interesting. Really cool videos." uh let's download it and give it a go um so that was three days after two or three days after launch uh back in november 2018 and uh two and a half years later i think the longest i've not been in the game i think is six days in two and a half years um so yeah wow that's that's quite a streak there so um you're in one server 147 which is a european server how many people are on actively? How many people are on that server at, at any given time? Do you know what? I think probably our active numbers based around what our uh, server milestones are compared to others is small. So I would not say we've got any more than 500 active players on our server. It's dying a slow death. Um, it needs a merge. It needs a new lease of life. It's touchy feely, just oh. <laughs> what do you mean touchy feely? Oh god. Pretty how can I say it? My standard response for getting uh, a message after hitting a minor is stop the crying, go back and mine some more for me. So um or hi ho, hi ho, it's off to mine you go. So, um, yeah, it's just, it's boring. It's really boring. All the same people raid each other. The same people get to bubble. T everyone's in TC space, and you've got to do distance raiding, and just the PvP is down. It's just, yeah. So what level are you right now? <laughs> well, actually, I've, uh, I went to Ops 40 two weeks ago. Yeah, what was yeah between just after the uh, after the last arc, um, I went from thirty nine to forty um, as part of my push into forty one. Okay, so about five hundred people, which is uh, pretty small, I'd say. Um, so what can what can mine what what can you hit <clears throat> what can't you hit <laughs> Take through it. <laughs> What you can and can't do. Well, that's a very interesting. So we actually have um, a very, we don't call it a row. We call it a mining pack. We have a very simple um, mining pack, really. It's uh, do not hit a mining serving, uh, survey class vessel unless it is on a zero node or has uh, unprotected cargo. Um, before hitting a survey class vessel on a zero node, you must send a personal message to the other player after the mining node is depleted zero and wait for one minute. Survey ships in empty space are not covered by the mining pack, nor are other ships. A base hit is not a violation of the mining pact. Revenge hits are not allowed under any circumstances. Then we have a good mining conduct. You should not hit a zero node unless you are you or an ally intend to mine the node. So that's what our mining pack is, i.e. If you're mining your OPC, 
who gives a rat with you're going to get hit. I don't care if you're one or a, a million, you're going to get hit. What the issue is, is that we have we used to have a gentleman. Uh, there was a gentleman's agreement in for the deep space. So walk 40 um, back in the day of no hitting uh, miners and walk 40. Um, <clears throat> that then disappeared. Um, that then moved into gentleman's agreement in uh, in dark space. And um, that's kind of in place. It's just you, you don't, like I said, you don't shit where you eat. Simple as that. Um, so that's something we have to do. But what has happened is because of the low pop that we've got on our server and because of the PV, PVP element within our, when our server has decreased to zero, you go and hit someone in Borg space or in or in swarm space or even in, in, in Eclipse. You hit one of those ships for, for OPC modules or or uh, nanoprobes, for instance, uh, that could start a war. But then the war is just a war of words and bitching on Galaxy Chat for a while. Um, I'm called all sorts of names and stuff. And then um, and then it dies down. So. Yeah, it's so no, so no actual fighting. <clears throat> There's no actual fighting going on. It's just like we're we're just gonna cuss you out in GC, and then we're done. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, but wow. What, but what That's we've got amazing. What, but yeah, but what we've got the interesting thing is we've got a number of um, alliances who are who are together as um, as kind of coalitions and sisters and stuff. <laughs> Um, there's two independent alliances, which is um, which is TBE, which is the Borg Empire, um, and then there's the um, who follow the mining pack, and then you've got uh, the Chaos, which are the Chaos Squirrels, because that is our war squirrel that we have. Um, we um, we don't follow it. Um, so have you seen the meat? Have you seen the the gif with uh, the squirrel that turns in and says war? That is our uh, that is our kind of our banner, really, um, especially on on Discord. So um, so yeah, and for us, we don't follow the server mining pack. What we do is, again, we get if we get we treat others how we get treated. If somebody wants to hit me for OPC, who cares? I don't give a I don't care. Whatever, I'll go and repair and I'll send the shit back out again. Um, but you go and hit me up in in uh, I don't know, dark space. I'm coming for you, and I'm going to do ten to one. So whatever I've lost, I've got to get ten back um, from your alliance. I don't care how. I'm going to do it. Um, if that's from a base, from ships, or if I just feel like hitting some of your miners, or just hitting some of your uh, your just your uh, your Franklins or your Sellers. It's um, yeah. I've, I'm a bit like, well, like I can say, I could best describe myself as Marmite or Vegemite for the Australians, or I don't know what you have over in the US. Have you either loved me or hate me? Normally, when I'm in your alliance, you love me. When I'm not, you hate me. It's, uh, it's, it's an interesting thing. So, how do you navigate the fact that there's only, there can't be that many active alliances on the um, server? No, not really. So, we've got, um, so going kind of down, through our power rating at the moment. Um, so the number one alliance is Deal. So they've got 68 uh, members. They're a German alliance and they, <laughs> they're the mining alliance, as I would say. They will have all their ships 24 hours a day mining. 
but they probably have the most jellies. They have the bigger ships on the on the thing, but they don't use them. <laughs> They're collectors. Uh, they they don't really like war. Um, after that, you kind of got TBE, who are just off behind. They've got seventy one. Um, you, then you got the Wolf Pack, who are sixty eight, and then you got Chaos, which is sixty one. Uh, mem active members well we say active and um, that's what we've got um and then you've kind of got a coalition of emp legacy nest and pups who um which is half the server um who don't hit each other but there's there's not much out there really in regards to other alliances um we were actually having a conversation within our within our, within our alliance chat yesterday about the number of alliances that we've been in. And we looked at it and went, actually, some of us have been in one. I've been in three. Majority have only been in two. In two and a half years. That's not much moving around. I mean, I would say the average people on our server have probably moved upwards uh, four to six times, would be my guess. And then a lot of the bigger players would probably have moved maybe two two times maybe three yeah i feel like we have we have quite a bit of movement on ours because i think i went i was in nord wars most and then dark so yeah i guess four for me i think because of the the, the lack of um other alliances that are um that are available really you don't have much choice anymore um i know that there's certain alliances who i would never go to and there's certain alliances who would never let me in. So um, my, if I, how does it? If I mess up this one, I'm in. Uh, I'm probably gonna have to go solo, which will then just change the whole way that I play my game completely. So, so you uh, mentioned that you have Germans on your server. Do they speak English or do they speak German? And how do you guys communicate? <laughs> so on our server, we've got we do have some smaller alliances. So we've got the, the big German alliance. We've got Deal. And then we've got their sister alliance, which is GOG, um, which is good old, I think they're still good old Germany, um, from there. Then we've also got uh, ESPA, which is the Spanish alliance, um, ITA, which is the Italian one, ESPA, which is um, the Spanish, uh, ESPA Spanish, yep, French, yep. Uh, we've also got Russ, which is where the Russians are. Um, so people segregate themselves based on where they're from. Do you know what I? I think it's it's because of language and language barrier. Um, so within within um, within chaos and a lot of the, um, especially TBE as well and the Wolf Pack, um, there's lots of nationalities, but English is the main language, um, as just kind of part and parcel. And you just if you don't really know your English, it's quite hard to really get going in the alliance and, and participating and understanding so um yeah within the european service it's pretty very different to um to the uh, uh to the us servers apac servers are, are probably very similar to what we, we are where it, it's very you're an alliance you you, you kind of speak one language uh, actually so in the APAC, as far as i know i haven't talked to many apac servers but a lot of the apac servers are australia based and so, I thought they were. All, I thought they were Japanese and uh, and and uh, Asia, that Asia orientated. Um, I I would imagine so that there would be some some Asian countries like you know Japan and China or whatever. But a, a lot of the people, I guess that's that that's that's where the language barrier comes in. We don't talk to many of those people 
And the people that I know on the APAC servers are Australian or Irish. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the joys of the English language. So yeah, so our server has kind of segregated up and say it's um, it does. It's interesting because, for instance, Deal know that we're too lazy to use Google Translate. So if they're trying to talk to us or say something or send us love letters, they will do it in German. Um, and we'll just say, sorry, don't understand. Bye-bye. Um, but <laughs> so we do have that. Um, but yeah, we can have multitudes of different uh, translations, really, on, um, on Galaxy Chat from, from the different people playing. It's really strange that uh, the, the people have segregated themselves based on their language and they've named themselves the most common version of their language, like RUS for Russian or ITA for Italian or ESPA for Espanol or Spanish. I mean, it's like there's- Oh, I for, there's, you know what, I forgot one. We've also got UNIT, which is the Italian commanders, <laughs> which is IT. <laughs> <laughs> uh we got we have frap uh who else have we got and then there's just loads of single alliances from there but yeah so there are some small alliances but yeah it and that's just the way it is and i think that's um it's it's probably one a a, a very european thing you kind of yes the uk is not part of europe well it is but not um and Yes, they're all European, but they're all very have their own identity and their own languages within this big region. So um, being able to communicate with your your fellow alliance members is very, very important, especially when it comes to armadas and raids and just, I don't know, TC and chasing people and communicating of what you need to refine. And if you don't understand the language, it's going to be very difficult in that alliance to progress at the speed you could do. So, um, yeah, they're just amalgamating their own, their own, their own ones. So, so did any of the alliances go to war with one another? Like, for example, did the Russians go to war with the Italians and then you just see <laughs> different language cussing out in GC? <laughs> Do you know what? It, it's been very interesting. No, they haven't. Um, the main wars that have taken place um, during my tenure, um, there was a, a war between TBE and deal. There was a war between, well, Wolfpack and TBE, Wolfpack and Chaos. Um, the the original big uh, alliance that kind of depleted out and got swallowed up by the Wolfpack, which was UKGB, which then re turned themselves into PPHXA, which is the Phoenix Alliance. Um, they had a big war with TBE um, that lasted for us. That lasted three weeks, and I was chief negotiator for um, negotiating that at uh, the end of that war. And that's when I was not in TBE. Um, that's when I was in uh, in the Phoenix Alliance uh, against war with them. I then decided because of the war, I ended up making acquaintances over at TBA with communication um, and a couple of weeks later I left and uh, joined TBA. 
So a war is three weeks, or the, the biggest war is three weeks? God. You're looking at three weeks or something. You may have some solo wars that will just be ongoing, but they're just a bit of rogues and they get bored after a while and just peter out. Yeah, if you've listened to our previous podcast, we've had, and now it's squashed, <laughs> but we've had a war that was going on for like six months. I would love that. I would just love to be able to... I, I loved the war when we had uh, when I was in chaos and we had the war against the wolf pack. I was mining with fortunes and I loved it because I was just putting a fortune out in TC space. They would come and blowing them up. And before they'd even cleared it, fortunes back out again, fortunes back out again, uh, chasing around. And it was just it's fun. It got you thinking. It was like, right, let's crack out the NS. Get up to uh, to deep space to do some uh, some sorry to uh, to deep space to get some quick mining done. Um, having to think about right when am I going to do my swarms? When am I going to do my eclipses? When am I going to do my borgs? Um, when am I going to do my dailies? It, it was exciting, um, but it again it just it happened. It got done. It got rectified. What was that before? Yes, yeah. So yeah. I would like long wars, but I think on server would fall apart because they're not used to it. So you you really would need a uh, an infusion of players to create mayhem. I think we need we I say <laughs> it's something that I've been asking Ultimate DJ put a word in and uh, and and get get one four seven merged. I don't care with who. We just need some new blood. I need to raid some more people. I need to hit some more people. I need to be hit by other people. I need to talk to other people. We need to inject some life into into the alliances because currently at the moment, we the faction hunt last week. So we've got 61 members. Only 48 members out of that 61 hit a single hostile in that whole three days. So I'm curious, are, are some of the systems, like if you go out to grind, I mean, are most of the systems just empty or? Yeah, <laughs> there's like, yeah, you've got a handful of bases in neutral space. Um, nearly everyone's in TC. Um, like if you yeah. go to Taiga Court or something, like how many people are in there? Three, two, max. So yeah, when we were doing, so today I had the uh, Parabellum event. Um, I went down to um, Kronos. And there was four jellies in there. That's it. Uh, were they all active, or are there people just sitting? No, oh, they were just sitting there. I was I was nicking them from underneath a couple of people. We had some people coming in, but um, I think some were up in uh, in Romulus anyway, um, building up rep from that way because a lot of the guys are going clean. I think at the moment. So um, so yeah, the number of ships that we we have as a um, as a server is is low. There's, um, you can always find a mine. Simple as that. You can always find a mine. Like no matter what, no matter where you go or what you're going after, you can. Pretty much, you can. If you, if, so for instance, if you, if you, um, you go to PJM for instance uh, to go and get a mine, you know you can always go to Doska to go and get one. Um, if you're up in, uh, <laughs> you go to Dark Space, even better, because there's a lot of people who get up there. But they don't mine up there. So what? Uh, if, what about like the entry level deep space? Uh, so you walk, you walk, you walk. Yeah. 
So you your independent ones down uh, warp what you warp sixty five. What, what about the first faction? I think it's like warp fifty six, maybe. Yeah, um, it's starting to fill up as people are now moving into the realms of um, having to mine G four for um, for dailies on their rep. But you can you can go and do a mining event there, go OPC and just do the whole lot there. You can sit there for twenty four hours and nobody leaves up. So during mining Monday, are any of those systems are any systems full anywhere? Mining Monday does get a little bit more full. Um but you can still find a mine. If not, you just knock someone off a node and get on with it. Well right. Because they'll they'll be able to if I'm just curious. I'm trying to like picture like how active your your server really is. Yeah, this just um I gotta say in my in my time in the last two and a half years, I, I've set up a number of um, uh, accounts on different servers. So I, I started off on a on a US server and another another European server because I was getting bored of the game and I needed something to keep me going. So I um, I set up new accounts to go through that progression again, uh, becoming a starting and using your own server to, to go to a level two system to go and mine some trit. Uh, 100 trick you've got to mine and building up from there and actually it was it was an interesting experience because it made me feel like do you know what i'm how much i hated back in the day where you were trying to find a two two star ore mine in neutral space um it was irritating as hell but i'd like it was you just don't get that now it's it's just you do your events, you get your dailies, chat to your mates, and you put your phone down. Really bad. Yeah, there's just not much PvP. There's not much hunting around. No, like, and heck, the problem I is, mean, I don't... Whenever we have I... events, it's so, like, we're, our server's so busy that, like, if you go into Borg space, try and hit Borg probes, like, half the time, like, whatever whatever ship you target somebody else is targeting it that's how busy yeah it's been a very, it's been a very very long time you get to the point where like for example last night my shield lapsed for about 45 minutes and i didn't get a notification well somebody had had started to raid me it really didn't get anything but like it took them almost 30 minutes to crack my base at level 41 and my strongest ship wasn't even home and I had a bunch of weak ships set up, like miners and so forth. And so I, it just gets to a point where it's like, it's not like back in the day where you can you can sneak around and try to raid. It's like the risk versus reward ratio is so is, is, is just so far beyond what it was that you just it just ends up being the just the daily grind. Log on. What's the events? Collect the rewards. Do the dailies. Turn it off. Yeah. And, you know, for us, it's, it's an interesting one because. Because of the the lack, our our server hasn't been closed. Um, we people can join our server, but no new people will go onto our server. So the the number of ops twenties very little. The number of ops twenty to thirty, not a huge amount at all. Everyone is mainly between thirty two and the top two are, are forty nine, um, but where everyone's getting to so 
if you look at Scopely's roadmap of where where they expect the average player to be at this moment in time, as you can tell by the the introduction of the Jelly Brew blueprints coming in, they're pushing people towards 39, 40, 41. And we have a lot on our server who are coming up to that that progression curve. And um, so, yeah, raiding is is a pain and it takes hours. And the chance of somebody being offline for 10 hours so you can raid by billion resources or something no chance just doesn't happen yeah not to mention it's just so much work to do it now because of how strong the bases are <laughs> yes indeed uh stick an auger in there and uh yeah have, have fun with that one because those things are indestructible or or a kelvin put a kelvin as well base look you look for example one of our one of our um our resident, um, we call it the game bully, right? He he knows that I'm saying it in jest, but uh, talking about key, um, he came yesterday, and so uh, you know I wasn't prepared for being raided. Well, I repaired, and a bunch of people blew up. Well, he came up to hit my base, and then so then you know, he blew up this this pylum, this 20 mil pylum that you know probably cost half a billion tritanium to repair. And so he came back, and by the time he came back, he damn sure wasn't going to get through because I had put up, you know, two jellies, an auger, an enterprise, and a D4. And it's just, it's that's the thing. It's just like, geez, OP, you know, I know I can inflict some damage, but the repair bills on these ships just become astronomical. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I'd say it's very much, you, when you're raiding, you have to think about how you raided back in the day. So it was about risk and reward. So before the buffs and it was um, you were doing it with a, a what's the, the two star battleship you were getting or something to raid with um, like before a, the like a Kamari or something. Yeah, all of those types of things. You had to think about it because that there was no the research. If you think about the research now that the amount of buffs that are in place to to um, increase ships or increase repairs and, and cost. Back then, it was huge because the amount of influx of resources in the game was was tiny. Um, looking at it now, like you could start up and you could you could rush through to Ops 30 in less than six months, where it probably took me, what, a year and a half, probably get to 30 because it was very different back then. And raiding now is very similar to that. You've got to think about, right, what's my repair bill going to be? What's in that? And what's the chances of me getting it? How long is it going to take me for? How am I going to get, am I going to have to defend? Am I going to need my alliance uh, colleagues to come in and help? Yeah, are we going to raid this neatly? Or are we just going to be clicking like idiots and not maximising the hit for every second, uh, every seven seconds. So there's lots of lots of different things you got to think about back in the day to to, to now. Really, it's just now it's bigger and uh, more frustrating. Well, back in the day, I remember I was when I was hitting hostiles, I would have to plan out what ship I would use so that the the resources I would get from hitting hostiles would be greater than my repair costs of my ship. Now, 
it just doesn't matter because one of the events, for example, the, the one of the daily recruit events where you got to recruit so many shards, I mean, I get 10 million tritanium just for shards. Yeah. And now it's pretty easy to complete. And so I'm just like, well, my Saladin at level 33, even if I blow it up three times, still takes less than 1 million tritanium to repair. So, so it's just like I complete one event that's easy. And then on Sundays, I complete another event that gives me another like 20 million tritanium. Well, now I could I could go for days just bashing my Saladin into hostiles and it doesn't matter anymore. I'm actually I'm actually a little bit poor at the moment on uh, on Trit. So um, I've only got 100, 116 million in base at the moment. So no tokens. Oh, no tokens. I've got like 5.2 billion uh, in tokens, but I don't use tokens. I try to save them. Uh, same with par as well. My, I try my best to, to not use tokens because I'm a bit of a token hoarder. Because um, I know that I'm going to need them at a later date. So I will probably use my tokens to uh, to level up my jelly uh, on the next spend event. Now, are you free uh, to play, or uh, do you spend on the game? Do you know what? For me, um, I'm I'm not free to play at all. But I'm not a big spender at all. Um, I will maybe I will buy the battle pass, the the twenty pound or the nineteen ninety nine battle pass, and a may depending on a pack, I may buy a ninety nine ninety nine pack. But other than that, it's all grind, grind, and more grind. Gotcha. So I think that's where most people fall. The majority of people are similar to you, and that they occasionally spend and buy the battle pass and that's about it yeah absolutely if i'm looking at something and thinking oh you know that's got some really good resources i, I know that i'm going to need four star common um or for my academy for instance i need twelve thousand of it and that's going to cost a hundred and a hundred and twelve thousand of that if i want that um and thinking oh i can get that in a pack what else do i get out of it and i will think about it look at it weigh it up is it worth it is it, well, is it worth it? it's never worth it it's ones and zeros but will it help my progression and um and yeah so that's kind of the way that my spending habit is um i only ever buy the battle pass at the end of the month um literally the day before um before end and i've just cash everything in all the end do you do the uh monthly pack no i don't do the monthly pack either i do the monthly pack once every three months i extend it out three months for one monthly pack <laughs> i do i the only reason that i've been doing the monthly pack is because <clears throat> if you look at the monthly pack at this point obviously once you get up to like 40 41 and beyond par steel actually becomes an issue so if you look, the the amount of par steel you get in those is a lot of the times almost double than what you would get in a station pack. So you actually end up getting more bang for your buck as far as that goes. Yeah, well they've got they've got the special pack at the moment, which is the Shuttle Bay building. And for for my ops um, ops forty, what's that? Seven fifteen fifteen billion uh, par steel in that in that pack for hundred hundred uh, pounds plus one hundred and twenty thousand. Um, lat as well which will be become very useful i was i was gonna get that one but um because i'm i'm i i i spend occasionally so if i'm i'm very 
reserved on what I spend on. But at this point, I am I was a little behind on ship power, so I went ahead and dropped the pack on a, one of the Explorer packs so I can bump up the my jelly to the next tier because I, I I need to get my ship power up there at this point. <laughs> yeah, don't we all need to? So you're level forty. Your pack for that new um, uh, station, I, I call it the timeline station, is uh, 15 billion parsteel. I'm yeah. a level 30. I'm a level 33. My hundred dollar pack is 770 million parsteel. <laughs> so it's. But you know what? You look at it and you go, "That's massive," but relative to the the economy and the spend and what needs to go yes we all want more but yeah i'd love a pack where it's just i don't know 100 billion par would be great i'm gonna worry then for uh, at least at least a week or so um <laughs> we burn through it all but um but yeah it, it's it's a tough one because you look at the packs and um, we've got to say, we, the guys in our alliance where we've got the, the 46s, um, they were getting stupid amounts. And I don't even want to think about how much the 49s were getting um, in that pack. Handy, what's the 49 getting that pack? In the... Let me pull it up. So which pack again? The uh the station pack the 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 uh the building the uh shuttle bay building. Uh, it's probably around fifty billion, but let me let me double check. I remember looking at it and going, "Well, that's not really worth it," because most of what you're trying to get in the pack, I think, is stuff to help you out. Like what the it's the credits to start more uh, or to do the research, right? Right, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's to start the away mission. Well, the way I figure it, if you use the speed-up pack, you know, the away mission speed-up pack, now you can just complete the mission super fast and you're going to get a lot more resources through the actual mission. Right. Than right. you well, would just, through the pack, but but just for comparative purposes, how much how much parts uh, deal would you it get? For that? Is sixty seventy seventy eight billion? Seventy eight billion parts deal at a level forty nine. Yeah, that 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 goes quite a bit from level thirty three at seven hundred seventy million <laughs> to level forty at at fifteen billion to sixty seven mm-hmm. or seventy eight billion in in level forty nine. That's that's like the equivalent of paying a hundred pounds for um, a Gary Mitchell chance. Uh, there you go, the Gary Mitchell. Yeah. Anyways, let's move let let's move on from that, and and I really want to get into uh, this this four person alliance, uh, pods, right? P O D T S. Yes. They are a four person alliance, and they took a territory. And on they- your channel, what the fuck? Check it out on YouTube. What the fuck? And spell it incorrectly. I'm sure it'll come up just fine. <laughs> uh, they almost took another one. They, they were close. They they almost took two territories with four people. How does that happen? I, I, yes. and, and, and again, hold on, hold on. Just to put this into perspective, 
Nona on server 34 has five players that are level 50. You take those five players, and Handy's 49, by the way. So you take those five players that are level 50, and you say, okay, let's make their own alliance, call it Nona Elite, and have them try to take a territory, and they won't get near anywhere close to any territory that they're trying to take. So the fact that you on your server you got four people that almost took two is just insane. Yeah, absolutely. Well, again, it's it's about perspective with regards to server size. So we haven't contested a a TC since there were one. Everything's set in stone now. Simple as that. Everyone's where they are. Maybe someone one of the smaller lines may pop from one one star to another one star. Um, there might be some swapping and changing. Um, so you get very complacent. And um, we try to, as, a, as an alliance, a chaos, we, um, we try to ensure that we get as many ships in every single defense as possible. But what this, this, um, this, this scenario um, came about was, was um, so our, 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 one of our resident 49s, which is uh, Mr. Uh, D.W. Picard, um, he was bored. And uh, so he came up with this idea of can we take an alliance from underneath um, uh, underneath the noses? And um, so, yeah, it was firstly, there was a lot of studying. So you've got to study people's patterns about their defences to work out if they are sending lots of ships, where they are. Are they in alpha, are they in beta, uh, the types of ships as well? And then from there, it was all about when do we when do we go what what number of points needs to be accumulated by the defending alliance um as a max before we before the the, the um it, it can happen so if for, for those that have not watched um watched the video i've, I've put up um it's four man takedown or i think if i remember correctly off the top of my head um what the scenario from there was we got the four-man alliance, um, and then we had also TBE as uh, as backup as well for clearing. So we waited and waited and waited and waited, and at 14 minutes past the hour, so 14 minutes into the takeover, all ships went in. So they went in to uh, take the capture nodes. They set themselves on, then TBE came in and cleared everything else. So any other defending ship that may have been scrambled, it took the best part of five to ten minutes for the defenders and their allies to scramble. By that time, the capture nodes, which were the big ships, um, were into overdrive, which means that they were getting max points. And then that went into us stealing the territory from them. It's as simple as that. <laughs> Um, and then we did push our like I say for for us as a as a scheming uh, board individuals that we all are, uh, we tried to go for the for the second GOG system as well. Um, but there was a bit more of a defense this time. Deal, we had deal, we had GOG, we had Russ. There was the Wolf Packer in there trying to defend as well. Um, so then on the on the pod side, there was Chaos and, and TBE um, all getting in there, and it was the first. PvP in such a long time. There was lag. 
we don't experience lag on our server because nothing happens. So there was lag you couldn't get in. There was just, yeah, just what are we doing? Just click everything. Is there, is there something that we can blow up? Um, and it was very exciting. And um, it, I say the uh, DW is now, everyone has to keep on their toes because you never know when he may just pop up just before overdrive and nick a system from you. So, yeah. So they they literally had no ships and systems, which is why no, they, no, they, they had, had I think they had uh, I think they had six ships. Oh wow! Yeah, no wonder you just went in there on on overdrive and took it. Yeah, and that's that's what it is. And because because it was a surprise attack, we didn't do it at the zero. We did it like fourteen minutes in, so they accumulated some points. They're not looking on. They're not really checking up on it. You can't see what's going on in your space unless you're in it. So for them, it was a big shock when all of a sudden, this uh, somebody else has joined the takeover. Ah, uh, and because their biggest say that Gorg's alloys are deal. What do deal do all day? They mine. Where do they mine? They mine all over the place. So they had to get all their mining ships back so that they could then get up to warships to then send them to try and defend. Yeah, and then so by we the were time getting, they do that, it's over. Exactly. So it was all about the surprise attack. And um, following the, the, the video being uh, being published, uh, a number of servers um, did contact me. Uh, one said, thank you very much for the idea. I'm going to be trying that. And another one said, now I understand what was going on and why that whale was doing that. So, um, so yeah, it's giving people ideas about how to make the game a bit more fun. And rather than just doing your daily stuff and you've got to be on your toes all the time, just in the same way as you should. I know if you're in TC now, I say I'm in TC at the moment. Have I got a bubble on? Nope. Am I going to get raided? Nope. <laughs> but you still got to be on your toes. That is very interesting. No, that's, I mean, I would imagine that's as exciting for us as, on our server, we recently did a um, what? What do we call a no a no emotions PVP in one of the <laughs> level one systems, where everybody on every server, you know, we talk to enough enough people, and everybody gets butt hurt that their ships get blown up. <laughs> I mean, it happens everywhere. Like, dude, you touched my warship. It's called a warship. Oh, I've, yeah, I've, had, I've had people complain. So you know how basically they'll, they'll create an event for a certain bracket, so level 43 to level 50, and there's one system that's PvP. And if you go into that system, you can either grind hostels or you can bring a PvP crew and you can hit other people. So we actually have people complaining that they were in the PvP system. Now, granted, they, there's, what, six other systems they can pick from that aren't PvP, but they go into the system that's the highest level because they get points the fast. Well, they're in there with a the PMC crew, and they're getting blown up by other players, and they're bitching about it. Yeah, no, don't worry. We had a, with the Rescue the Crew um, event yesterday, so the, 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 the 41s. It's nice that they've taken away the Pacific ships 
which is really good because people were going in there with saladins and vortices thinking they're going to be protected, but they're not, which was amazing. But what we what we actually found out was that uh, a lot of our players, what we were doing was we would put our disco at the top. Nobody would touch a disco. Simple as that. And it was just come in, fight, repair, come back. Because the event was done 10 times faster than trying to hunt the little 31s or 37s, um, uh, Klingon fighters. So, yeah, for us, when we do have an opportunity like that, but then I've got a couple of dick emojis, or um, as you call them, eggplant, what is it? Aubergine emoji, eggplant thing, whatever. Um, and um, But other than that, because they didn't know, because <laughs> they don't read the event. <laughs> yeah. Read the event, and you, you go if you go into the danger zone, expect to be blown up. Of course. What I was getting at is we organized uh, an event just just between the players where we go to a level one system, and you can you bring any ship you want, any warship. Uh, you can hit two levels below you and unlimited levels above you. And so find we I found on a few. Couple couple of 33s and you know to your point lord farquhar was that uh you had a territory capture that kind of shook things up on your server that was like peace and healthy population of a server we got several thousand people that are active but uh but every has drama about something and so this was fun where it was no drama and then i wish more events we're like that, and if people have suggestions on how to how to have no drama PvP, because we love blowing shit well, up. Everybody loves blowing. The best shit no up, drama right? PvP events were when you were using little ships that cost nothing to repair. Those were fun, but the problem is is that doesn't help Scopely make money, so they stopped doing them. Yeah, brilliant. What happened to the 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 Rialta, Rialta rumbles that were happening? Um, what happened so, is, is Scopely decided they weren't making money off of it, so why do it? That's exactly what happened. So the most, I say, at the moment, the most PvP you can get is if you decide that you might want to go and do some crew testing, and you ask a couple of alliances, send a ship with X on on the bridge or something like that, and you, you test your ships and we blow up. There you go, done. Thank you. Do some testing, get some data, and um, yeah. Andy, I'm thinking this is something we should set up where just just designate a system. Everybody on the server gets proliferated to notice that in like two weeks, this system, two levels below, unlimited levels up, is PvP anytime, all day, every day. You know, people have tried to do these events a lot. I don't know. I I, I know for me personally, I wouldn't go. Uh, Mainly because you know, it's it's fun and all, but I don't know. It, it the competition isn't never is never as fierce as when it's a real event. You know, for yeah, me, but anyways. If the, but if I the mean, competition I'm, for an event is to blow up ships, you're gonna get people more butt hurt over the fact that their ships are blown up. Well, I don't. I don't care if somebody's butt hurt. I mean, if somebody's acting butt hurt. Over over that, then they're just being silly. I mean, it's it's an, a PvP event. For me, I would rather I'd rather raid a base or be defending a base. 
that's the most fun that we have because you've really got to think about it. You've got to be strategic. You've got to think about who you're, who you're going to fight, who, who you're going to move to, who, who you're going to stop. Um, and the risk and reward again, that is great PUP. It's close combat. Uh, it's all in one area. You could get multitudes of different alliances together. And it's a spare at the moment. You get stupid crew crew setups um, with whatever they've just thrown together. Um, that is the most fun um, that we have. And that's why I try to, if I see for, 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 for my channel at this moment in time, if I see any raiding taking place uh, and defending, I will, I will now screen record that um, because it's a great learning experience for, um, for the Alliance. Alliance C is taking part as well. They've got proof of it and we'll see what they can do better the next time. I think the most fun I would probably have in a PvP event is at some point in the very near future, the top alliances that have the choice uh, territory capture areas, they're just not going to need to be there. Anymore. Like They're, they're going to have all the materials they need to do all the research, right? So once you've reached that point, I think it would be fun to kind of coordinate a bit and see if, if you know, just pick an alliance for the month and see if you can take all their territory. <laughs> that would be fun. I think one of the things that we're looking forward to, and potentially if we do ever do ever get a merge, is that the um, the resetting of um, of territory space. Yeah, that, that is an fun. exciting prospect. Um, it, it would be actually do that really again. fun if we could get get it to like maybe like once every six months it just resets like right? plan thing that would be pretty freaking cool yeah that would be way cool and you got to go recapture it all over again yeah i mean think of how much fun that would be i mean i'd, I'd be down <laughs> i think it'd be great i mean i think it's something we could even probably coordinate you know like even if we don't get forced to do it we could probably coordinate it at least at you know to the point where when people have everything they need it just doesn't matter anymore right sure you know aside from being able to mine but you know whatever so going back um you know i i saw your four person alliance video and so that's why i reached out to you and then you know soon after you put out that video i think you went on every freaking discord of every server <laughs> and solicited information or videos like submit it to me i'll post it on my on my channel and i gotta ask you what have you learned so far from other servers from other players from other videos that you've posted <laughs> what i've learned is that besides being a spam bot besides being, a spam, being bot, a spam bot i've been banned from a couple of servers um <laughs> which is fine whatever um your, your loss um you know, I've had some people who get some constructive feedback. Some people love it because what they're watching is just pure action. And it's very different to the other content creators currently out there where there's a lot of talking. There's a lot of telling how they should do it rather than just what actually happens. Um, and they haven't got to go through a whole live stream of a uh, book and they can just sit there and watch. Um, some people have, have said, well, what's the... I don't understand the context behind it. 
uh, well, why is this happening? So uh, I'm looking at that at the moment in, in changing the presentation style. Um, and now that I've spoken and people know my voice, um, I'm, 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 it's now time to get myself a Lord Farquaad avatar um, and start doing some talking, I think. But um, you don't want to listen to me. <laughs> right. And uh, yeah, and then you need, you need the scrolling Star Wars banner saying in a, in a galaxy far, far away on server <laughs> X. It's something interesting. Some like I've had a couple of people have said, I love the retro beginning. It's proper. It's proper retro with your, your retro gaming beginning. And I've had some of just going, it's shit. Where, where, where's the where, where's the where's the kebabs? Where's the where's the rev juice in it? Uh, <laughs> that's not me. He revs rev. I'm I'm me. So um, yeah, it's does, it's he, does, he even, does he even do anything in game anymore? He just makes videos on. Uh, do you know what? I, I highly respect what he does because say he he was kind of that that he wasn't content creator number one, but what he was he, he was content the content creator that that brought it um to the masses really um and opened people up outside of our of our bubble but um when he got kicked from the scopey program i think that uh he got a bit hurt a little bit but um he's come back and yeah he, it's it's his living and i think he does a good job of what he does um a bit american for my liking but uh that's all right he's i can listen to all I can listen to all my DJs and even he puts me to sleep sometimes, but don't tell him that. Did you say Rev is too American? He's he's a little bit yeehawy for my for my liking. <laughs> uh, shout out to all the Louisiana people that just got butt hurt by Lord Farquaad. That is awesome. <laughs> Some of you will die, but it's a sacrifice I'm willing to make. Uh, simple as that. Um, but yeah, so so for me, so this is a new thing for me, and it's about bringing real life gameplay into so people can watch, people can learn um, from watching other servers, and and because each of our servers we're we're so siloed, we don't even think about what other servers are doing. And as we were having this discussion today, we were talking about population we were talking about pvp and the differences um of, of just me going and doing my dailies i can pop up to one system and go and do my my, my daily fact my faction dailies in one go no questions asked i go and do me um my balk as well um nice and easy same with swarm um easy on a swarm day but then yourself very different so getting people have a perspective of what 147 PV, pvp is like and rating is to show that there's these dying servers, but we're trying our hardest to, to, to do what we're doing. And this is the reason why I put this, this kind of invitation out to everybody and said, look, if you've got a really cool battle going on, record it, send it to me. I will farkify it up. There you go. TM that. I'm going to farkify, farkify it up, um, make it a bit retro, and you can show off your server. Um, and I say that there's something that I've been in my mind that I really want to do, and it's a series um, called A Day in the Life of. Um, 
there's a lot of people who are new to the game, but then there's a lot of older um, players as well, all different levels. And we never really remember what it was like to do that daily grind when we were in our 28s or when you were an Ops 15 or for an Ops 15 to go, God, what's it going to be like when I'm an Ops 30? So I really want to put a series together where we I can kind of get recordings of what you do in a day. Um, all the way from 15, all the way up to hopefully 50. Um, I don't need to see purchases, but just what's your grind like? What's your what's your mining like? What do you do? Um, so it gives a good breadth and overview of of um, of, of our community um, and and all the different servers and levels that we are. Yeah, and I'm I'm more interested in the politics that people get involved in on every server. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> Yeah, the politics are the politics. interesting part to me. <laughs> I try to stay out of politics because for me, I cause trouble. I don't, I don't purposely cause trouble. I just seem to be able to start wars. I can start just people just, yeah. Um, yeah, there's... No, a, but, I, but, but it, I mean, that's, that's a necessary thing for a server because <laughs> if, if everybody is just playing Farmville all day, where's the fun in that? then why are you playing this game other than the fact it says Star Trek? You know, it's, yeah. it's, there is an element of PvP, and Scopely has done a really great job of trying to suppress it in favor of people spending money to do PvE stuff. Mm. But it's still a part of our game, and, and it's, it is the most exciting to you, and it's the most exciting to me, because it happens so infrequently, and, it, and all of a sudden all this drama and backlash start. It's... it's it, it's uh, as somebody, as I said before, somebody on server 12 posted this video or a previous podcast and their dumpster fire conversation on their Diplo server. But yeah. what it did is it got that server talking about their own internal stuff. Yeah. As well as, you know, hating on the players that, that came on the show or whatnot. But, it, you know, it, it, it's, it's out of the norm. It completely yeah. is like, wait, this isn't what happened in the past. No, 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 no. Or this is, wait, oh, that's right. Go ahead. What was I saying? <laughs> toxicity and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to ask, following on from the toxicity, toxicity um, it's probably well, a misword. Was... Um, do you have a, uh, how could I just describe it? Do you have a shit stirrer? On your on your on your server, the one person who just grinds everyone, who could just start a, a a discussion and an argument, and then disappears, just really gets everyone wound up, or just you just we've, know that person is we've, just. We've got about we've got about fifty of those that are all talk, but we've only got one or two that are powerful enough to make a difference in the game. Yeah. yeah so to what to what Handy's saying, there's a lot of people on there that pretend that there's someone. But they're they're such they're such weak players that like 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 we can't even touch each other because that's how low they are and they they fancy themselves someone important but really nobody cares you know it's like the kid it's like a toddler telling you a story you're just like oh really yeah that's great buddy like nobody cares except for them yeah well you know on uh, on one four seven it's how could I describe it it's pretty much the wolf alliance uh, they're all a bunch of shit stirrers the. Uh, <laughs> This thing, yeah, this thing is. Uh, oh, oh, oh! Can I have the? Can I? Can I have the? Uh, the key to my cage to let me out so I can go solo and blow your ships? Ah, oh, whatever. 
just go away um yeah but there you go that's a that's a whole that's that's me and him go back a long long way uh as alliance buddies i supported him went to war for him uh and then uh and then kind of stabbed him in the back really and went because i knew what he was like to <laughs> jump alliances and uh and then, then yeah he uh he, disre- he disrespects me quite a lot that's a whole different story we could have a whole conversation a whole show on that you want to do a follow-up <laughs> we have we have a couple of those players that routinely get kicked from the diplo server for just starting shit for no reason oh well, he's not, he doesn't get kicked he's not, he, he's not like that he uh, his big gripe was back in the day you had the refund the refund frenzy that went on uh with the with the pay flower and everything from there and he held this against each of those people who may or may not or he thought of got a refund and he made their life hell and a lot of people left because of him but he still holds is to this day what was that refund frenzy so what happened back in the day was there was um uh, what was it i think it was the mayflower got released and then it got um it got nuked and uh, everything was changed and people had spent loads of money people had spent loads of money on the game um i think this was probably what we're talking 2019 mid 2019 probably um and people were getting refunds from apple and google for thousands of pounds thousands and thousands of pounds some ran some reinvested it back into the game those that reinvested back in the game this one individual decided he's going to make it his mission to either get them to leave or to make them feel awful it was it was really bad it doesn't do it as much nowadays but uh it was a bad it was a bad time really in, on the on the server but um, he did, did he get a refund <laughs> Uh, I can't agree. I can't agree or disagree uh, with uh, no comment. There we go. We'll 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 leave it at that. Okay. All right. But he but he made it his personal mission to go after people who got a refund. Yeah. Because for whatever reason, because he thought that they could reinvest and be higher power than him. Is that the deal? That's correct. So he was butthurt that he didn't get the refund. No comment. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> hey guys, I gotta run. Uh, it was great meeting you. Uh, great meeting you too, Lord. And I will uh, hopefully we'll get to talk to you again soon. Take care, bye. Absolutely. Thanks, Sandy. Take care. Um. Yeah, I, Kirk. Do you got anything else? Do you know what nemesis means? Nemesis? <laughs> My nemesis would technically be classed as Shrek. Um, or the fire breathing dragon, depending on uh, depending on which one you want to do. Oh come on, it was a snatch reference, really? Did that really go over your head? <laughs> I do you know what I have not watched Snatch in a long time. I'm more of a um a lock dock, uh, two smoking barrels. Than uh than snatch, but 
Yeah, 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 yeah. That's good too. But damn. Okay, never mind. No, I'm. I, I got nothing now. Shit, I'm ruined. <laughs> I've killed the conversation. <laughs> you, you, you've killed it hard. Um. So, uh, do you plan? Uh, how long do you plan on on doing all your videos? Do you know what? For me, uh, it's it's time constraints really at the moment. It takes a long time to um uh to 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 edit them up and to just get the right music and just uh, yeah it's it's a lot of work i would like to get someone to do it for me that'd be amazing um but for me i'd like to keep on going as if if people are willing to provide me with content of stuff they like to see or major events that have taken place on their on their server uh wars or uh, i don't know some someone being an absolute penis and going and clearing the whole of Federation space of every miner, that's great viewing. It's just, it's amazing. It's, it's a dick move, but it's a great viewing. Um, send it to me and let's let's get it done. Because, um, yeah, this is what happens on a daily basis. These little battles, the big epic stuff doesn't happen very often. But these little 20-minute, 30-minute battles where it's just PvP or someone being a right old idiot. Um, that's what that's what that's the real game it's not just getting doing events hitting i raids. should get i should get our guys to record some of their battles because we're um you know i briefly touched upon it on the last podcast on our server we have a little issue going on with uh the the, the resources raided leaderboard and so our guys are are out trying to raid other people as much as they can so that they pass the number one dude on the on a leaderboard and there's still speculation going on whether those numbers are quote real or the top guys are would... never real the top guys are never real that's an empty base someone's left drain me um most people at the top of the list are are, are not pure you raiders know, they are you know what's funny is that the, the the two guys from our alliance they're really pure raiders. I mean they go they went around and they really raided everybody else. Um, and I can't recall like the last time that I, I mean the last time that we had somebody leave in our alliance he let everybody raid him. But I I don't recall seeing those two guys uh, in the raiding party. So and even then, at, even even then it was like thirty people. So how much are you really gonna get? It's true. True, absolutely. Um, but there's there I would say they're as close to as pure raiders as anybody on the server in terms of their resources rated total. See for me, my, my resources rated is is low. I'm only I'm at one point seven billion and I'm like number forty six on um uh, on the table, but my power destroyed, I'm at eleventh, which is all right, which that's hundred and seventy nine million. Nothing, nothing, nothing to big and to be proud of, but it's, yeah. Yeah, and then, and then there's debate going on in, on our server on, I don't know if it's really a debate, but the top guy, he's got his power destroyed mainly from blowing up a bunch of miners. Now he blows up a bunch of warships because he's more powerful, <laughs> but he's got three billion in power destroyed. Three billion? Yeah, but I'm sure there's enough people that have complained that he only got his power destroyed from blowing up a bunch of miners, defenseless miners that apparently have weapons. <laughs> in any case, but my my most fun time raiding was when I was in the lower levels. It was like 15, 16, 17, 18. 
that's when you, that's when you could really raid yourself. Yeah, Whereas now absolutely. You used to crack a base with an NS, with your North Star, and then uh, one sh- one shot it. Uh, five minute bubbles. Do you remember five minute bubbles? No, I didn't. I, I wasn't there for the game with your oh, five minute bubbles. I wish they would return. Oh, so much better. It was. Oh. Yeah, Do you know the reason was... why it was from five to ten? Why? Because people weren't getting notifications, and which didn't oh. give enough time for someone to get back onto game. So they moved it to ten minutes. So they expect that within that ten minutes, you would have picked up your phone and uh, and and bubbled. And um, then there's and now there's no notification because I don't get any notification if my base is hit. I don't so know. I don't remember the last time a base was hit. Well, it, 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 I I believe it's an Android versus Apple thing. So I have an Android phone, and uh, I get the only notifications I get are if my my mine has been depleted, if uh, I have my a ten minute shield is going to come down, or not not a ten minute shield, but a uh, my shield is going to expire in ten minutes, and. Uh, and if I have a building or research that is done, but that's never usually correct. It's always like late by a day or two. And I believe that's the only notifications I get in the game. Wow. You should, you should, uh, my, my, uh, my better half, um, she definitely, uh, my princess Fiona, if you want to call her, or Mrs. Farquhar, um, she, she knows when there are, there is an Armada event on. Because my phone is flashing like bloody New Year's Eve, uh, all all day and all night, <laughs> because there's just notifications all over the place. So um, yeah, yeah, that's like that's like a day in our alliance. Like if I still had Armada notifications, they would be going off on like a, a, every every ten minutes or so. But I think I've I missed while I've been on it. I think I've missed a lot of. A lot of our models, but that's fine. They were all Eclipse ones, and I'm not working on Stellar at the moment, so uh, I'll put that on the back burner while I do other stuff. All right, man. Well, I I got nothing else. If you want to take no. the floor. No, tell, well, uh, you know what? For me, I'll give you my final thoughts. Um, like, much appreciated for the for the invitation on coming, uh, coming on the show. Much appreciated. Hopefully what I've done is, is open the eyes to to your listeners, um, to what happens on other servers, uh, the differences in the US servers and the EU servers, the, the large populated servers to the, the long-standing uh, dying servers um, that, that I'm on and just how we are trying to uh, uh, trying to survive. But also, it's just like, I'm here for the community. I'm here to show show your epic battles, show, show what you want to be proud of um do you want to kind of shout about your server i'm here for you so um so yeah get in touch via discord or facebook or twitter or youtube um so what the fuck and um i will do my best to to make a lovely video for you and i think in the last podcast djs gave you like three shout outs oh yeah because <laughs> he messed up the beginning so much so my so i think i put 147 three times <laughs> he, just kept on, he just kept on shouting me out i'm like 
I got no issues with that. Uh, yeah, no, DJ's good. I, uh, I I speak to DJ uh, every so often about certain things. He's helped me out on a couple of things as well. So um, yeah, great knowledge. He's again keeping it open, opening it up. And this is the thing about different content creators, and I don't class myself as one of those at this moment in time. But we all do our things differently. We've all got different elements and different ways of doing things. I think everyone just needs to keep an open mind um, and to just to view and just uh, to just to take it all in, um, just in the same way as, as different podcasts as well. Well said, and thanks for coming on. We appreciate it. You're very welcome. All right, guys. I hope uh, I hope you had fun. Check out Lord Farquaad's videos, What the Fark, on YouTube, and send him shit so he can be inundated with stuff to do for a very long time. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. I really appreciate it. This has been Trek Talk with Tech and Kirk. I'm Techman16. And I'm Strange Kirk. And I'm Lord Farquaad. There you go. We'll see you guys next time.